This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Praise the Lord. Oh, I don't know about you, but I flat enjoyed worship this morning. I loved coming into the presence of the Lord. You know, when you read in the scriptures, you find that uh, whenever the kings were fixing to go into, um, into to battle with their, with their army, I love the story where they sent the praise team, the worshipers, they sent them in ahead of them, and what, what did that do? That glorified the Lord, and what did the Lord do? He says, well, now it's time for me to do my part. You know, they didn't even have to draw a sword. They didn't have to do anything. All they had to do, and this is so neat because this is all God is requiring out of you and I, is to worship him, give him the praise. And then what happens? He comes in and sets down on our praise. Amen? He sits down on our praise, and then what happens? His glory fills the room, fills us, and then he takes care of those things, those issues in our life that we need taken care of. You don't have to draw the sword. Now, you may have to get out your sword, the word, and declare the word. But that, along with your praise, will fight the battle. Always does. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to be with you this morning. We welcome all of you today. I'm excited. Do you feel the, 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 uh, the electricity of the Holy Ghost in the air this morning? I do. I feel it. Well, the title of my message this morning is, It's Time to Advance. Would you say that with me? It's time to advance. Praise the Lord. In the book of Exodus, I'll be referring to that particular book this morning, and also the latter part of, of Deuteronomy, and also the first part of Joshua. But in the book of Exodus, we read where God had called Moses to come and deliver the children of Israel or the people of Israel. And the purpose of his coming, or the purpose of God sending Moses, was to bring them out, the people of Israel, to bring them out of the bondage they were in. You see, they were hurting, they were suffering, they were abused, and by bringing Moses in, the purpose behind that was is to bring them out of that and to bring them, as God told Moses, I want to bring, I want you to lead them to the promised land flowing with milk and honey. See, God had better things in store for them than slavery, hurting and pain, confusion, sickness. God had much more in store for them. So he sent along Moses to accomplish that task. Well, I remember hearing, because Kelly and I weren't here at the time, we've been here for 13 years, but I remember the some different ones sharing with me and Pastor Bruce and Sandy when they were pastoring here they shared with me stories about the difficulty that this church was going through when they came there was some suffering and there was some pain involved and there was it's like being in bondage to the circumstances can I get a witness and so God sent along in the form of a Moses by sending us Pastors Bruce and Sandy. And what did God tell Moses? He said, I want you to lead them out of this and take them 
into the promised land. And that's what Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy did. They brought us out of that hurting, confusion, suffering, the bondage that we were in at that time, and they brought us out. But you know, God allowed Moses to take them out of Egypt, but he brought them as far as the Jordan River. He got them that far. Now, some of that was because of their stubbornness, the children of Israel. In fact, probably a lot of that was because of their stubbornness, you know. And God just did so many mighty miracles for them. And yet, they, the Bible refers to them as being stiff-necked. They were hard-headed. You ever met people like that? <laughs> but what God was able to do was to use Moses to get him up to the river Jordan. And what did God say to Moses then? He said, now, you've got them this far. You're not going to take them over. But the one that has worked alongside of you, who you have mentored, we need mentors in our life. I'm so thankful for Pastor Bruce who, who's had the opportunity and I've had the honor and the privilege of being mentored by him. You say, well, Pastor Ron, you've pastored churches over the years. Listen, when you have a heart to learn, God will put you in the people that you need to learn from. They may not be what you think you need to learn but I liked a saying that I read in a book one time when a man said he was a very successful businessman. He says, I never met a man I couldn't learn from. You see, you and I, if we have an open heart, we can learn from people. A lot of times we want to put, um, we want to decide, we make a decision just by the outward appearance whether or not we're going to open our heart and learn from. But there, everyone can teach us something. Think about it for a moment. Has your children ever taught you as parents anything? <laughs> Ours have taught us a lot. <laughs> you know, when you get married, you don't get a manual. But you get a manual called the Bible. That's your manual. And the Holy Spirit's job is to lead God and direct. Do you think you're going to make some mistakes in raising your children? Have you ever made mistakes in raising your children? <laughs> I have, and Kelly and I both together, we've made mistakes. But it's not where we were then, it's where we're going now. It's not the mistakes we've made. Those have been forgiven and forgotten by the Father. But we're pressing on, and it's time to advance. So we got to forget, as Paul says, we must forget those things are which are behind. Did we learn from them? Yes. Yes, we learned from them. But do we keep going back and pulling on them and hanging on to them? No, we learn from them and we advance. We move forward. And I like to, I like to think that God has brought us right up, this church, out of the bondage and out of the suffering and the hurting, and has brought us right up to the brink of the River Jordan. I like to think that today. In fact, that's what God has put in my spirit. I was asked this um, Dr. Vickers or Brother Bruce or something said, wanted me to share with some of the, my plans and, and things that I was going to share with you. And I said, you know, I, I really feel like that God has brought us right up to the River Jordan and we have the promised land right in front of us. I believe that with all of my heart. And I believe that he is ushering in the spirit of praise and worship. So how do we go across 
through praise and worship. Amen. That's how we're going to cross over. And so is it just the pastors that do the praising? No, you know, if you study that prescripture, that, that particular passage of Scripture in Exodus and, 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 and uh, over in, in Deuteronomy and, and Joshua, you, you begin to see where he sent the priest bearing the Ark of the Covenant. So it wasn't Joshua that actually led them across. It was somebody involved with Joshua. It was the people that God had put in his path to work with him that they helped do their part. What was their part in it? It parted the waters and what? I love this part. It was during harvest time. And so what did that mean? That meant that there was more water than normal. In other words, the waters were rushing. Come on. Sometimes during this crossover, we're going to feel like that the waters are a little more rough than we want to. But you, you are the priest, the Bible says. You are a priesthood, a royal priesthood. And you're to take the Ark of the Covenant. And you are to stand in the midst of the brink of the water. And you are to hold up the power in the arms of God and say, We will cross, praise God. We will cross. It's your job to stand in the midst of it. And we cross over together. Can I get a witness? Praise the Lord. So we're going to cross over. I read something in the little book. You'll, you'll see me use this from time to time because, oh, I love it. It's called, I Hear His Whispers. You know, I'm learning as I get older. It's not the big, loud, knocking on my heart, audible voice. It's when I get quiet. It's when I get still. That's when God speaks. And usually, it's a one-liner. It's not a whole paragraph. It's not a whole verse. It's just a one-liner. And sometimes he says to me, shh, just get quiet. Just get quiet. I want to read to you this morning what the Lord put in my heart to go along with this message this morning. It too is entitled, It's Time to Advance. And this is not just for Kelly and I as pastors. This is for us. As the body of Christ. This is for us. Today. This is what he's saying to you and I. Move forward. The time has come for you to advance. Don't look back. Oh it's good to remember some of those things. The good times. But don't look back. Don't dwell on it. Take my hand and run with me. God says into the abundance of my sweet promises. What are those promises? The book, the Bible is full of them. To bless you spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally. Those are those promises. And you know what? We're going to cross over into the promised land and obtain those. That's what we're going to obtain. Some of us are already obtaining some of them through the act of obedience. Listen to what he says. My kiss has awakened your heart and equipped you for this day, not yesterday, not tomorrow. We haven't gotten to tomorrow yet. But today is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day of salvation. Praise the Lord. As I promised Joshua, I'm promising you 
Listen. Every place you set your foot will be yours. Oh, I want you to grab a hold of that this morning. What have you been desiring for? What are some of the things that you know that God has placed in your heart that he wants you to receive? By placing your foot there means that you're going to go over and cross into the promised land. Are there going to be, is there going to be giants there? Well, sure. But they're grasshoppers in our eyes. They're just grasshoppers in our eyes. Amen? New territory is waiting. Look at your neighbor and say, I got new territory coming. New territory coming. A calling. Do you hear this calling? It beckons us onward. How are we going to accomplish this? Through faith. What does this say? Faith is not stagnant. Faith is a movement. We're moving forward. We're advancing the kingdom. It's a catalyst that propels us into the fullness of the plan that God has for us. Can you sense, can you sense that excitement? You know, when the children of Israel were meeting at the brink of the water, and they were fixing to cross over, can you imagine the excitement? These were people that had heard about the promised land. Have you ever heard about the good things of God? These are people, though, had experienced some good things. Have we not experienced some good things? But these are people that are heard, have heard that God said, there's houses over there you didn't build, but you're going to live in them. Come on. Come on. There's blessings for you obtain, for you to obtain, that I want to make sure you get a hold of and enjoy it here on this earth. I like to call it heaven on earth. Praise the Lord. Hope is overtaking every thought and driving out discouragement. I don't know if you had any thoughts of discouragement, but the presence of the Most High God is pushing them out. You say, well, did you have, were you feeling a little pressure and, and, and did you feel some discouragement? In choosing this position? Well, I just flat out told him, I don't think I'm interested. Because I knew the responsibility that it comes with, with pastoring. Because Kelly and I had pastored many times. For many years. But there was something down inside of me that says, If God be for you, who can be against you? <laughs> oh, look at your neighbor and say, If God be for me, who can be against me? Hope is, hope is overtaking every thought and driving out discouragement. Together we will run along the paths that once felt intimidating and scary. Nothing. Say the word nothing. Nothing, nothing can stop us when God is with us. Because he's calling us forward. This is what we must do. Let's keep our eyes on God. And then while we're doing that, let's carry the gift of love. Oh, the world needs love right now. Oh, it needs love. Carry the gift of mercy to those that you meet. Run with me in passionate pursuit. What's the name of this church? We're going to show them what passion's all about. 
Because we're going to run in passionate pursuit. And we will advance the kingdom of God together. Together, we are better. We're going to continue on with what has been established here. Together, we're better. We're after the souls. Listen, folks, there's, there's people today that are hurting. I stand before you today, and I'm such a blessed man. God has blessed me tremendously, spiritually, physically, blessed our finances, blessed our emotions. Have we been through hell and back? Yeah, we've been there. But we went through it. We weren't planning on staying. Yea, though I walk through the valley of death, I'm walking. I'm going over, hallelujah, into the promised land. I have a vision and a dream. And God's going to bring it to fulfillment. And he's going to do it because we as a people are called of God to accomplish this purpose. And he's called us to do it together. Glory to God. Glory to God. But if you're watching this program today, and you're watching us on social media, and you say, well, I, I feel the presence of the Lord. You should be here. Because we feel it in our midst. If you're here today and you say, well, boy, I sure would like to feel, I sure would like to have that presence of God in my life. Well, we want to invite you today to receive this Jesus. This Jesus that has brought the peace and the joy and the encouragement and the excitement in our lives. We want you to experience that. And if you desire that today, you want Jesus in your heart. And if you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, I want you to pray this prayer with me. It's a very simple prayer. Say it with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you the Lord of my life. Now, if you just prayed that prayer, we believe that you got born again just then. You are now a member of the family of God. You have been engrafted in because you have invited Jesus into your heart. What we'd like for you to do is for you to contact the church. We have some literature to give to you. We want you to receive it. It's going to help you on your journey with Jesus. If you don't have a home church, we want you to come and be a part of us. We're going somewhere. We are going to cross over into the promised land. Come and join us. We want you to cross with us. Praise the Lord. So until, now until next time that we come together and meet, I pray a prayer over you today. Because we're going to stay after we leave the, leave the social media program. We're going to stay for just a few moments. Some things that Kelly and I want to share. But I want to just pray a blessing over you. Father, I thank you today that you have stirred our hearts. We thank you, Lord, that we are standing at the brink of the water of the River Jordan. We know you have plans for us. And we are honored that you chose us to be a part of your plan. Give us the strength and the courage. We take to heart what you told Joshua. Be strong and courageous. Father, we'll do just that. 
as we keep our eyes on you and follow you and your plan. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.